1: This month, we're talking about women who've made important contributions to the world of health and wellness. Today, we're talking about one of the first American women to make a career as a research scientist. The definition of a trailblazer, she was the first female faculty member at Johns Hopkins University, the first woman elected to the National Academy of Sciences, and the first woman to become a member of the Rockefeller Institute. Let's talk about Florence Sabin. Florence Sabin was born in 1871 in Central City, Colorado. Her mother died just six years later during childbirth, so Florence and her sister Mary were raised by extended family. Thankfully, her family believed in education for women, and both Florence and Mary went on to attend Smith College. By the time she'd reached high school, Florence's interest and ability in science was clear. In college, she developed an interest in pursuing medicine. The year that Florence graduated from Smith, Johns Hopkins University accepted its first female medical students. Florence was determined to join them, but she couldn't afford the tuition. So she spent the next few years teaching math at a high school in Denver and zoology at Smith. Finally, in 1896, Florence matriculated at Johns Hopkins Medical School. She was one of 14 women in a class of 45. In medical school, Florence was able to bond with a few of her classmates, but found the larger atmosphere distressing. Was she really cut out for this? In 1900, Florence wrote to her sister Mary, saying, I don't seem to work well under pressure. I need a calm and placid atmosphere. I never get time to do research. Her attention to detail and love of exploration earned Florence a reputation for her work in the laboratory. Professor Franklin P. Mall took her on as a mentee. She'd found her place in medicine. Florence published her first paper while she was still a student. It was called On the Anatomical Relations of the Nuclei of Reception of the Cochlear and Vestibular Nerves. In 1901, she won a fellowship to work alongside Professor Maul in the anatomy department. She also published what would quickly become a standard text for her field, an atlas of the medulla and midbrain. Despite her clearly demonstrated skills, Johns Hopkins initially refused to hire any women. Two years later, in 1903, they reversed their decision. Florence became their first female faculty member. In 1917, Florence's mentor, Professor Mall, died. On paper, Florence seemed his natural successor for department chair. But again, she was stymied by sexism. The school named a student of hers to the role instead, despite school-wide protests. In 1925, Florence moved on to the Rockefeller Institute to lead the Cellular Immunology Department. Again, she was a pioneer, becoming the first woman to become a full member of the Institute. She also became the first woman elected to the National Academy of Sciences. Much of Florence's research focused on the lymphatic system, a network of tissues, vessels, and organs that help rid the body of toxins. Thanks to her research, we learned that the lymphatic system begins with veins in the embryo. She also specialized in tuberculosis and the ways in which our white blood cells help fend off the disease. Florence retired in 1938, though she still remained active in the scientific community. While back in her home state of Colorado, Florence was asked by local politicians to take a look at Denver's public health situation. She increased trash pickups, combating rat infestations, taught food safety to restaurants, pushed for new quality standards for milk, and helped open a new sewage treatment plant. Perhaps her biggest contribution, though, was a free x-ray program, helping identify tuberculosis in its early stages. Thanks to Florence, Denver's tuberculosis rate was cut in half. Florence Sabin died in 1953 at the age of 81. She paved the way for generations of women scientists, leading by example that the best way forward is to follow your instincts. All month, we're highlighting women in health and wellness. For more information and for pictures of the women we're talking about, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Looking for hair removal
0: tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate bomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.